0: today with Marilyn and Sarah. Thank you so much for your time and your attention. We love getting to connect with you. More importantly, we know that God wants to have some amazing input investment into your life. And partners, I just want to thank you. Thank you for helping us to cover the earth with the word. We pray that the anointing on us comes on you as our partner, anointing for nations, anointing for the word of God, anointing for healing of miracles. And we're just so thankful for you helping us to cover the earth with the word. And I want to share this really encouraging testimony. Lily had a friend who had been uh, diagnosed. There was some concerns about her friend having breast cancer. Um, So she had gone in for a biopsy and she called, Lily called us to pray hey, God, please you know, intervene and, and help us come back negative. And that's exactly what happened. God answered prayer, and the test came back negative. And that's so encouraging. That's a great encouraging testimony. And you might be struggling with cancer in your life. Maybe you know somebody who has cancer. Maybe you have a relative. Maybe you've been recently diagnosed with it, and we would love to pray for you. Or maybe you're worried about it because it's in your family history, like you know, genetics. Hop on the phone. Get on the website. We want to pray for you. That God would bring healing and God would bring peace into your heart. That absolutely nothing is impossible with God. And Mom, we have a really cool guest oh, do today. We ever? And do it's we one ever. of your all-time
1: favorite people. It is, and yours too. And this is Deborah Smith Paget. I'm doing her whole name. And this is called "Lead Like a Woman." And I think how important this is—that women don't get out of sync and fulfill what God has for them. And sometimes, you know, we don't quite know what to do. So we're gonna join this. You're gonna love
2: today. It's gonna be awesome,
1: and you're gonna receive.
2: Sarah Bowling, Living Genuine Love, is on a mission to connect everyone with the heart of God. With a passion for the Bible and the gift of teaching, Sarah brings a new perspective to articulate God's life-giving revelation to our modern moment. At Living Genuine Love, we're committed to seeing you walk in a vibrant relationship with God every day. Learn more about Sarah Bowling and her ministry, Living Genuine Love, by visiting sarahbowling.org. Or call us at 800-627-1995.
0: Hey there! Thank you so much for joining today with Marilyn and Sarah. I have a fantastic guest to introduce to you. Our friend Deborah Paget. Thank you for hanging out with us. So good love to, to see have you guys. You. Love you. Not everybody's familiar Deborah with you, so can you give us a quick bio? And then we want to jump into this amazing book called "Lead Like a Woman."
3: Well, I love God. I gave my life to Jesus when I was about nine or so, and. Um, in a, in a Pentecostal church and spoken tongues <laughs> as the Spirit gave utterance. Yeah. I've been uh, in a corporate executive for many years. I was at 40 something years in, in corporate America. I was a vice president in Universal Studios. Wow. And uh, then when I was 56 years old, I decided enough with that. And I wanted to go out and write and speak full time. And that's what I've been doing, enjoying it. So fulfilling, teaching people how to walk out the word of God. I've been happily married for 42 years and I don't have children and I'm fine with that. I've learned that every Everything works together for my good. And so I'm excited to um, do what God is telling
0: me to do. Mm-hmm. That's totally cool. And in here, in this book, you talk about lead like a woman. So uh, sometimes for women, we, we have fear when the term lead <laughs> How do you address that? I don't think many of
3: us like being in the spotlight. You don't have to see it as spotlight. My mentor, John Maxwell said, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And so when you think about uh, leadership and, and the fact that wherever wherever you are influencing people, you are a leader. You may, just be, you may be leading in the home. You may be a mother who's teaching your children values and principles. That's leading. You may be in the community working with the PTA. You may be in church conducting a Bible study where you have people that you need to lead and guide and not let one person take over. (laughs) That's leadership. So it doesn't all have to be in corporate America. So this is a broad spectrum book on how do we influence in a way that's going to be effective and get the goal achieved. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. And I want to encourage you uh, to hop on the phone get on the website. Grab your copy of Lead Like a Woman. Um, Clearly you've been in leadership for a little while.
1: Um, (laughs) What did you say? I think leading is wanting to meet a need. Not wanting to be in the Mm Limelight. And so something comes up and you see there's a need. And so you want to do that. So the way I got into leadership was some women had a need. They didn't know the Bible. uh, And I went one time and they didn't, I didn't know this, but they only invited me once. And I ended up going for 10 years. (laughs) And out of that, all these other things were birthed. How do you know what can be birthed out of your life and your obedience? And that's always unique to me. Now, you know, I'm going to Saudi Arabia because they like old women. (laughs) And so you need to call us and get the book. What does God have for you? And you need to call for prayer because you may have something really special on your heart. We're not going to do counseling, but we love to pray. And I want to see you as a woman come forth. And I know I'm not through. Hey, you say, how old are you? I'm almost 90 and I still believe that God loves women, old women. Marilyn, that's
3: why you've been such an inspiration. And I've been a, on a trip with you, and I've watched you over the years, just a, a remote mentor uh, <laughs> using your book, The Bible Encounter, yeah. uh, just as a guideline for reading the Bible, studying the Bible. I've never heard you bash men. I've seen how no. men embrace you, and in, in, in one country or another. But you always know how to maneuver. And God gives us that. When I say maneuver, how how to con- yeah. conduct yourself in right. a way that's right. God honoring, man honoring, and so we're not about trying to put men down. No, no, no you no. are. You really do know how to encourage. Men. I I noticed that. And I see even how my husband responds to you. He just loves you. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, thank you. That
0: encourages me. So in your book, too, you talk about traits and tendencies. Yes. What's the difference between traits and tendencies for women? Well, I talk about character traits that God
3: has put in us that are really meant to be assets and those traits, those those character things that we do that really enhance who we are and, and, and they position us to excel. But when I talk about tendencies, these are behaviors that we often engage as women that don't advance our ball down the court. They sabotage our leadership. And sometimes we don't know that we're doing that. And so that's why I talk about. 12 traits, things that we can say, hey, I want to embrace that. I'm going to embrace it and manage it. I'm going to embrace it and manage it because if it's mismanaged, it becomes that good trait becomes a liability. But then the tendencies are those behaviors that we got to become aware of even not even just like not speaking uh, powerfully. You you hear a lot of women's talk. And I've heard some women who speak and they'll say, right. Every time they say something, they'll say, right. It's like, why are you asking us to validate your point? Just be powerful and make the point. You don't need approval. You don't need to be accepted while you're trying to make a point. You don't need that kind of validation. Just make your point. So those are the things that make us more powerful and effective.
0: Mm-hmm. I just want to encourage you to hop on the phone, grab your copy of "Lead Like a Woman." This is a very practical resource to help you see some strengths, but also some blind spots too. You're like, woo, don't do that." That could be that could be a liability. So, Deborah, one of the things in here you talk about is women. We serve, right? We like to meet a need. Yeah, we do. Um, help us understand what does that look like.
3: Well, sometimes we just, I'm just going to give you my story. Every job I've ever worked on, my car was like the last car in the parking lot. But I had to ask myself at some point <laughs> when I'm there at 10 o'clock at night, now, why are you doing this? Well, a part of me liked the accolades and wanted to show that as a woman and I had a man's position that I can excel, you know, because they rarely hired a woman in that place and had never in that position. And I'm thinking, well, wait, why are you doing that? Is that for self-gratification? So a lot of times, though, we like the accolades. We like the feeling. We like the full. That comes with serving. And so we'll overserve. We'll say yes when we should say no. Mm. So now that's 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 not good. <laughs> And so that's why I want to say, OK, we come with a servant's heart. We'll do anything. I'll mop a floor. I don't care what I do and not do. I don't have uh, tasks in my head that I don't do because I'm an executive. It's like I'll do anything. And uh, most women will. Whereas sometimes, you know, guys may say, find somebody to do that. We'll do whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll do whatever. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But the liability, too, is like, and I think it's that balance thing, yeah. right? Work-life, family balance. Right. And that can be a struggle for What would you say uh, to that? I'd say, look, if, don't forget to lead. We can serve. But don't forget, as a leader,
3: your job is to lead and to develop others. So you want to develop other people's skills so they can do that. So you don't have to do everything, but you also want to bring them up. I worked on a job once where they wouldn't even consider promoting you unless you had trained somebody else to do your job. So, you see, you didn't walk in fear of somebody taking your job. That was that was considered an asset. That was something that positioned you for the next level if you'd already trained somebody to take your job.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah, I love that. And, you know, I have found this. Men will accept you if you don't come in with a smart aleck attitude. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. You know, well, I know it all, you know, and I, when I go to uh, speak in a church, I ask the pastor, what would you like? Do you want me to do an altar call? Uh, do you want for salvation? Uh, what shall I do? So I tell them, I am here to serve you. Yes. And being a servant doesn't mean you're a worm. And oh, that's good. Once in a while, I've had somebody kind of abuse me and that. But I would say maybe two times in the history of all my ministry. Yeah. So, you know, if really it's being fair the way right. God is. Right. It's asking Him, what does He want here? And you're going to be available. And some of my biggest miracles have been when I didn't feel spiritual. Mm. You know, a woman got a bone replaced when I felt about as spiritual as a mouse because a pastor had really put me down. Wow. And he said, I don't want you praying for the sick. And, you know, I said, well, what about tonight? Could I have a service for that? Okay, he said. Now, I went to that service with a bad attitude. <laughs> Yuck. You know, I'll never come here again. And that's where I had my biggest miracle because I had to repent. God. I had that woman who had a bone replaced. Yes. And we used her on many telecasts. And that's why we got to be
3: ready to deal with this, this kind of gender discrimination like women exactly. don't do this. And I love the fact that you got clearance because that, see, that's honoring. You know, it's God oh, yeah. honoring and, and God will make a way. You don't have to say, well, I'm, you know, just doing this because I'm a woman. I mean, I've had, I've had places where they say we don't let women stand behind the pulpit. I'm fine with that. Where do you uh, want me course. to stand? Just give me the microphone. Yeah, if well, I have I'll sit them, down <laughs> here. Yeah. I'll sit on the floor if you need me yeah. to, whatever that takes, because yeah. a lot of men fear that women in leadership want to take over. So we don't have to come in and verify that stereotype, oh, no. you know, so 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 we just come in with humility and say, what you know, what are my guidelines, what are my boundaries? I'm just here to serve. And you'd be surprised
1: how far that goes. Mm -hmm. And you know, people want you to tell your bad experiences. Well, I don't really have a lot of them. (laughs) You know, I think when you get into the word and you get into faith and you start speaking the things that God says about you, no matter what people say about you, you know, I've had people say you're the biggest example of a failure that I know. Well. God doesn't say that, so I don't. I say, well, tell me where you think my failures are. Now, listen. I want you to call in and get the book, because you don't have to fail, even when they tell you you're a failure. And we can pray with you, and you can see God move in your life in wonderful ways, and place you right where you belong.
4: Every day, whether they're competing in the business world or serving in a nonprofit, women hear that they're not enough. For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Lead Like a Woman by Fortune 500 executive Deborah smith Paget. In this empowering book, you will learn to embrace 12 traits that can help you excel as a leader, like develop confidence while sharpening your professional and relational skills, let go of unproductive thoughts and habits that sabotage your success, create a transformative and inclusive organization, and more. We will also send you Sarah's book, Your Friendship with Holy Spirit, and Marilyn's Success and Victory Teaching CD. For your gift of $69 or more, we will include the Spirit-Filled Life Bible for Women. This Bible presents the timeless truths of God's Word and offers wisdom from some of the most respected women in the body of Christ. Walk boldly down your path of leadership. Call or click today.
2: The Jehovah Rapha oil vial, with oil prayed over by Marilyn and Sarah. Our exclusive partner CD set, which includes six CDs featuring 12 never before released teachings. The Majesty coffee table book, featuring beautiful representations of the names of God and more. If you have a passion to reach the lost and are ready to release the anointing of God into your life, then join us today by becoming a partner. Call or click today and help Marilyn and Sarah cover the earth with the word. Welcome back. You know, I'm glad I'm a
1: woman. And you're out there watching. I'm glad you're a woman. And I'm glad you're here (laughs) to help us in being a woman and a successful woman. Share with us. It's a blessing to have you with us.
3: Well, thank you so much, Marilyn. And I, 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 I say I am what I am by the grace of God. Yeah. And and that's important. But I've also had good mentors that I could watch and read about. And so I like to talk about the fact that women are just such good communicators, and that's one of those uh, uh, traits that God has given us. I uh, we, we we keep people informed. We don't we don't try to withhold information to make us more powerful. We don't keep people guessing about where we are. I worked on a job once, and when I left, they said we miss you because you kept us informed. We knew where the company was. It was Everything wasn't a secret. Everything's a secret now. Why, I always say that the only things that grow in the dark are mushrooms and misunderstandings. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I love just, it. And, and that's what we do well. Women can communicate. But as I said earlier, these traits that we get, if we overdo them, then they become liabilities. And sometimes women can just talk too much. Sometimes you just need to know mm-hmm. when to stop talking. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just need to make it brief. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to reinforce that stereotype stereotype that women are just talk, 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 talk. But make your talking count. One of my mentors says, listen, I'm not a woman of few words, but I make those words count. And so we
0: got to understand when we're talking too much. Yeah. Mm And you might be watching right now and maybe you're struggling. Uh, some of us, I think we struggle to communicate. We might get tongue-tied. And so if we get under pressure, we feel like, <gasps> or maybe you over-talk when you get under pressure. <laughs> and you like you're like, I don't know about communication. We would love to pray for you that God would help you to communicate to have clarity, to have wisdom, to know when to zip it, and to know what to express. So hop on the phone, get on the website, and when you do, grab your copy of Lead Like a Woman. This is a super, super helpful resource, great uh, little interview questions peppered throughout the whole thing with various leaders, women leaders, and really, really encouraging and very practical. And, And a thing I want to ask you, Deborah, and this is a little bit left field, but what would you say is the biggest obstacle for women... Um, to be leaders?
3: Well, mostly it's the confidence. A lot mm. of them just don't think they can. Maybe they've been told that they can't and or they haven't uh, really taken advantage of an opportunity or they waited and the opportunity didn't come. But with technology today, you can start your own Facebook group. <laughs> And just say, this is a group oh, right. on just how to awesome. do this. You know how to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. You can you can almost have a ministry that's bigger than the ministry you might be in. <laughs> right. You can get three or four hundred right. people. The average church is about awesome. three hundred people. You can have that on Facebook, and just sharing what you know. And so I'm just challenging women to step outside of your comfort zone. If God has given everybody something, God has given you something that adds value to people's lives, something that solves a problem. Just look at that and ask what it is. And he will give you the worst. This is the part I like. We don't have to show up in our own strength. You don't have to figure it all out. That's the part I like about living these days. That's if the one lesson I've learned over the last few years, stop trying to operate in your own strength. You know, when I got here last night, my phone battery was kind of on low, but when I plugged it in, you know, and I was watching it the whole time. So I don't run out before we get here. But when I plugged it in, I didn't worry about it. What am I saying? Trying to walk in that kind of self-confidence and self-effort is like living on a battery. There's just only so much you're going to do. But when you know you are plugged in, you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to worry about it. You have a constant source of of, of knowledge, a constant source of strength. And so that's the mindset you got to develop. And you develop it by doing it. You do. You got to do it. You can't just sit there and say, You will make
1: mistakes. You will make mistakes. That's okay. And they're not fatal. Nope, they're not. (laughs) And everybody does. Absolutely. So if you can think that, well, I'm not perfect, but neither are the people that I'm watching. Absolutely. It's just an opportunity to grow. You you bet.
0: What would you say in terms of feedback? Because sometimes I think as women, we can wrestle and struggle with some like feedback, giving it or receiving it. And how do we navigate that? Yeah,
3: that's one of those tendencies, Sarah, that I talk about in the book that we don't we don't engage typically women don't engage constructive feedback very well. Now, what do I mean by engaging? Well, we don't like to give it because we don't hurt anybody's feelings, to tell you, you know, you're not quite, you know, lining up here. We don't like to say that because we don't want anybody to feel rejected and discouraged. But we have to be able to say, I this is some areas you have to improve in but most importantly we got to be also be able to receive that and you know what we found that men don't give women good constructive feedback because they don't want us to cry they don't want us to respond negatively <laughs> they don't yeah. sign she may not respond to it because we take it personal and they say it's not it's not personal it's just business well we got to understand that when somebody gives you some feedback tell you you're not up to par in some level and they're under you know they're your boss or whatever just accept that and say well tell me how I can do that in fact it's a good thing to ask your boss if you're looking for a promotion or whatever, Tell me exactly what I need to improve upon so that I'm positioned to, to step into that.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: See, you can do that. Just ask. You have not because you ask not. And once mm-hmm. we begin to be more assertive, see, we're not being aggressive. I want this job or else you're saying, tell me, I know I can do it. I know I can do it. So tell me what qualifications, what do I need to do? Maybe you're not even dressing professionally. Maybe you don't have an executive ap- appearance. You know, maybe right. you don't have that kind of strong right. appearance. Maybe you just whatever it is Just say, what do I what do I need to do? And you don't have to ask with an attitude. You can just ask their help. You know, men love rescuing and helping women. Like, I really need your help. I'll ask that in a minute. I need your help. Tell me yeah. what I need to do. I've asked a man to be my mentor, and he was a high-ranking man. And I, I don't have to call you every day, but I would just love the opportunity to pick your brain from time to time. And I, he's the reason I wrote this book. I said, you know, I love the Bible, but I love business, and I don't know how to quite put those together. He said, why don't you minister to Christian women, executives, and Christian women who want to be in leadership? Duh. <laughs> but that was his idea. Yeah. Yeah. I you don't so.
1: know where wisdom will come from. You don't. You really don't. Right, right. Sometimes it comes from an unsaved person. Yes. And it's godly wisdom. It is. So you need to be focused. I want to be wise. I want godly wisdom. Godly wisdom will always make me successful. It, it will. I may not look successful, but eventually I will be.
3: Absolutely. Because godly
1: wisdom, and doesn't.
3: Well, and that's why we have to build a network. See, another uh, tendency we have, we don't tend to engage in a strong network building where we get people in our circle, who people of influence in our circle. You know, you don't have to just, you know, it, it, it can be two ways. It's not one way. i like, I just want you to help me. But how can I add value to you? How can I serve you? Maybe I can promote something you're doing or I can show up where you right. are, help work your book table, whatever. But, you know, look for ways to serve. But also make sure you build a network. That's not disingenuous to surround yourself with people who can help you. And we got to get better at that. Because let me tell you, a lot of the things I've done is because I asked somebody, like, do you know somebody over there who could get me over there? And they'll say, yeah, yeah, I do. And the next thing I'm there. You see, so we got to be comfortable with that. That's that's God. He gives favor. That's why I like to live in Psalms 512. He says, surely, oh, Lord, you bless the righteous. You surround them with favor like a shield. I always like to say I'm surrounded with favor before I go into any environment. I know that I am surrounded with favor like a shield just because I'm in right standing with God. How
1: good is that? (laughs) And Psalms 512 is easy to remember. And so we need you to get the book and we need you to pray. I pray Psalm 512 every morning. Mm-hmm. I fix coffee, and I pray, and I pray Psalm 512. It's one of my 53 scriptures wow. that I speak first thing, and I haven't even brushed my teeth yet <laughs> <laughs> so, because I need favor. I need success, and you do too. So I want you to call us and get the book, our books, and get several you know, women who need help and who really want help. And I think a lot of times they're afraid and maybe their husbands have put them down some. And so they're not doing what they could do. And how do you deal with your husband? This book helps you with that. Yeah. And I think my husband was the best promoter of all. He thought I was better than I am. (laughs) But maybe I made him feel like he was better. So These are big things and I say big, really, they're small. Yes. They're small. Marilyn, that's such wisdom
3: you have in encouraging women to make sure that they honor their men. I, I don't I don't put my career ahead of my husband. I am a career woman, but I'm a first, I'm a wife. Right. And let me tell you, I make sure my husband always has food. People say, oh, that's old fashioned. If it's favorite food, I make sure he always has several servings of it already ready to be warmed up. I freeze it and because that's what I want to do. I don't do it because I right. should, but well, right. I want him to know he's my priority. Now, I don't just say it here. I tell him that because so he's he's he was my biggest fan for saying God is saying it's time for you to get out of there and go full time. Sweet.
0: You know, you might be watching right now and maybe you need favor in a specific area of your life. Maybe you need favor on a job, favor in a school situation. Maybe you need favor in your community, neighborhood. Maybe you're in kind of a small group and you're like, I just feel kind of pushed down and you need favor. Sometimes I think that favor shift is really something that happens on the inside and not just only on, only on the outside. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We wanna pray for you to have favor and tell us the specific area. Favor with your family, favor, I don't know, with your kids, whatever. When you do, grab your copy of Lead Like a Woman. This is a helpful resource. Grab a couple of copies because I bet you have a few friends that are in leadership, wanna be in leadership and wanna do it well in a very constructive, productive way.
4: Every day, whether they're competing in the business world or serving in a nonprofit, women hear that they're not enough. For your gift of $30 or more, we will send you Lead Like a Woman by Fortune 500 executive Deborah smith Paget. In this empowering book, you will learn to embrace 12 traits that can help you excel as a leader, like develop confidence while sharpening your professional and relational skills, let go of unproductive thoughts and habits that sabotage your success, create a transformative and inclusive organization, and more. We will also send you Sarah's book, Your Friendship with Holy Spirit, and Marilyn's Success and Victory Teaching CD. For your gift of $69 or more, we will include the Spirit-Filled Life Bible for Women. This Bible presents the timeless truths of God's Word and offers wisdom from some of the most respected women in the body of Christ. Walk boldly down your path of leadership. Call or click today.
0: It is such an honor to have you with us today. And Deborah, would you please pray for our audience? Pray that we would be godly leaders and particularly for our women in the audience.
3: Thank you, Sarah. It's my pleasure. Listen, ladies, we're all called to lead. We're women of influence. And so right now, let's just go before the throne and confirm what God has already told us. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that you have called us for such a time as this. Lord, you know that we need women's influence in the world. You've given us certain traits, God, that position us. You've made us those servant-hearted women, those collaborators. You've made us, God, what we all that we need to be. And so right now, Lord, we just ask that you would give us the courage to step out and to, and to just, Lord, to stand on your word. We ask God that we will accept these assignments, God, with, with glee, Lord, because we know that you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think. And Lord, we know that our sufficiency isn't come, doesn't come from ourselves, that you are not limited by our education or our experience, but God, we can show up and you can show yourself strong. So I pray right now, God, that we will begin to walk in supreme confidence, that we will reject worldly ways. We will reject the fears that come to tell us that we're not good enough. And Lord, that we will lead like a woman. God, help us to bring every trait that you've given us to the table for your glory. And we thank you for it. In Jesus name,
1: amen. Thank you for watching today. You know, we so appreciate our guest and the wisdom that she has presented to you. So we pray that God will just bless you with this knowledge, that you will see it working in your life in a powerful way. God bless you.